Lamp Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts, I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. Oh, you guys are so kind. Thank you for coming down tonight. We're thrilled to be here tonight with Dave Tampkin and Chris Webb. Holding on to something, little bit nothing, but so much more. You can't start to feel the way I do unless you've been there before. I lost a little something, learned a little something, what I'm not sure. There's nothing I can say, there's nothing I can do. When everything I had seemed like a little dream with you. Trying to escape The center of my sheets and night smoke you could not eat You can't start to feel the same Unless you let here before I'm building a little something Lost a little something What I'm not sure There's nothing I can say There's nothing I can do Everything I had Some life very much. That was Mr. Dave Tampkin on guitar and the vocals there. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So you guys are, this is what I understand, this is the last night you guys are touring together on a Midwest tour? or This is the, the last show that we're actually playing at the same time. Okay. Uh, but we're both splitting. We'll be playing the other two shows at the same time, but we just won't be in the room together. Oh. We do it. You went to different schools together, didn't you? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but my wife went here to Madison. Oh, did she really? Yeah, she sure did. Did she, Did she grow up here? Uh, close by. Yeah, Mequon. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're very bad. You're okay. So, what's the connect? So, who are you? Well, you guys are both based in Denver right now, right? And that was where you met up originally. Yeah, I live in Boulder, Colorado, oh, right Boulder. now, and okay. um, Chris is uh, down in Denver. I've yeah. been there about two years, and Chris, uh, 
How long have you been there? Oh, about 12 years. Yeah. But I did live in Boulder for about six of those years. And then migrated down to Denver, which is far when you live in Boulder. Yeah. Anything is far. So moving to Denver <laughs> was a long way. Hey, do you guys know Idaho Springs? Just, just up yes. in the mountain, just north of Denver, right? A little ways. A little yeah. ways. That used to be our, our, our spot. We would tour out to Colorado in We'd bands. drive straight through and then we'd go to... We'd stop at Indian Idaho Springs. Sp- Indian Springs. Indian Springs. Yeah. 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 And we'd yeah. go in the hot tub yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. The Natural hot springs, hot springs yeah. there, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Good and we'd get yeah. altitude sickness and yeah. go to on to our next game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Dave Tampkin, um, Chicago singer-songwriter. Um, well, I was going to mention something that I find really interesting about um, plectrum instruments that I've been noticing recently, is that um, no matter what instrument you play, you always... A one always tries to make it sound bigger and more than it was ever designed for when it was first made. And you're definitely doing that. It's really cool, the different things you do. I mean... Thank you. I wasn't sure if that was yeah. a compliment. No, first totally. Right. <laughs> it totally is, yeah. I mean, you know, because a plectrum instrument doesn't have that much sustain, but so you'd learn to play it in another way that really expands that. And yeah. I was always intrigued. Uh, I went to uh, DePaul University and I studied classical for my uh, first three years there. And just the idea of it sounding more than just one player always intrigued me. And, and right. playing, like, say, pop, acoustic, folk, indie, whatever this is called, I just kind of wanted to try to be bigger at the open mics in college. And can I make it sound like more than one person? And I really wasn't ever that skilled of a classical guitar player. But, you know, I could thump and beat the crap out of my guitar. So <laughs> I felt like it was a good transition for me. Which is interesting because yeah. I noticed that Chris is the one that have, you have, is that a rain song? It is. Okay. Yeah. Because that's the one that you could really beat the crap out of, right? Yeah. And it won't. And, and you can play it in the snow. And We've, we've left know. it in the snow overnight. He leaves so. it in the car. I'm like, dude, we have to grab our guitars. He's like, you can grab your guitar. Mine will make it. So to the listeners, if you don't know what that is, rain song makes, it's, it's the first one. That's, it's all fiberglass. Is that right? Or yep. something like that? Yep. Or carbon fiber, carbon actually? Carbon fiber. Which yeah. So you can, you can stand on them. You can leave them in the car. You can uh, yeah. use them as a paddle if yeah. you're in a river and lose your paddle. Yeah. And even leaving it in the car all night long when we were in Kansas, uh, still in tune the next day. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it doesn't have the same attribute as wood. Well, when it, different kinds of wood sound differently, yeah. it always sounds the same, but it's, it's so roadworthy. It's been well worth right. it. Yeah, yeah. So endorsement deal in the future? Yeah, well, we're already, we're already in Working the deal. On it? Yeah. <laughs> already I don't know if you could okay. tell. Okay. We're already in the deal. Yeah, all right. <laughs> rain song. Rain song. Yep. Um, th- we'll say this a few times through the show here, but we're here with Dave Tampkin and Chris Webb. Uh, Dave Tampkin, uh, this is davetampkin.com, D-A-V-E-T-A-M-K-I-N, and Chris Webb, it's, it's Chris Webb Music and Webb with two Bs. That's how to get a hold of him. Chris is an avid speller. Yeah, I'd like to spell. And it's good because I actually have the letters here so I can spell. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a two-clipboard we're two clipboards here today. One for each of you. Which really cool. wow. So, you get a couple tunes here? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'm going to play the, uh, one of the newer tunes. It's called Missing You.
kind of wine Just to taste the flavor of your lips one more time And like the ringing of bells All the times we've said goodbye Always hurt the most when the bottle runs dry Is this how it feels to truly love someone When they're not around you feel your life has come undone And if this is how it feels I don't want to change a thing Staring at the telephone to try and make it ring God, it feels good to be missing you Sad clown at the rodeo And in my hotel When the clock hits the midnight mark I want to see you so badly But I only see dark Is this how it feels To finally have someone When the night How it feels, I will never let it go Always looking for you at the end of the show And I could sing a million words and I'd get my message through It feels good Yes, I could sing a million words When all I want to do Is let you know I'm missing you I'm missing you Chris Webb. 
on the Rain Song guitar. Yeah. <laughs> How long have you guys been songwriting? Is it something you always did? I could probably bring it back to eighth grade, maybe. Yeah. Just uh, <laughs> hop on my friend's pegs on the back of his bicycle and serenade someone maybe I was interested in, which probably wasn't the coolest thing to do at the time, <laughs> but for whatever reason, felt like I needed to do it. So does that mean um, that you did it for girls? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Aha! Ron, <laughs> <Run> you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or my buddy who really just needed me to sing him a song at the time. <laughs> <laughs> my, first, my first memories of writing music was when I was sitting in the streets of Chicago with my brother. We would walk to this local candy store to get gum bazooka gum, which we would pay for with candy or uh, coins that we would find in the cushions of our couch. Yeah. And he would give me a subject. It was like a little challenge. And I don't know how it ever actually started, but it uh, would be just give me a subject. And it wasn't like what you think. It'd be like, why is the sky blue? And then I'd be like, yeah, blue skies because, <laughs> you know, your eyes are blah, 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 whatever. I would make things up. But that's my first memory of writing music. Uh-huh. I thought you were going to finish that song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Blue, 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 no, blue, no, forget it, forget it. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever do that? Do you, do you make up songs on the, on the spot? Yeah, no, I'm yeah. not very good at it, though. I think uh, some shows when you get a patron that's heckling the crowd now and then, yeah. it's a good time to make up a song. <laughs> yes. But Chris, this, I like this, uh, um, your, I don't know, which in the series of, of CDs that you have, left to right, W-R-I-T-E. Yeah. So what's the story there? Because it was interesting on your website, you were talking about obviously being left-handed. Yeah. Well, and I'm also dyslexic. Oh, okay. uh, so I used to, it took a long time for me to finally figure out how to write left to right. Yeah. And so, you know, so inversely, I would write backwards. And I would write my name, B-B-E-W, you know. And backwards, I, wow. Okay. Not even know what I was doing. This is a very okay. young age, so... And you weren't dyslexic, it was just this left-right thing? Well, I don't really know what it was. Honestly, I just never figured out that I was writing things backwards until people would have to say, come on, you know, we're going to have to start this over and you know, figure out why you're writing backwards. And, and, and then even as a songwriter, I've always written backwards. Sometimes I'll write the last part of a song and then work my way to the beginning. Yeah. Interesting. So it's just the way, the so way then, it works for you. Yeah, so then I thought when I wrote that album that I would write a song and an album. And the last song was actually the first song that I wrote on that album. Okay. And then so then at the end I was like, well, yeah. I'm learning how to write left to right. And then at yeah. the same time I was like, well, I left, Colorado, I left Chicago to find a place to write. And you know what I mean? Left it yeah. it, it really just that way. fit yeah. everything. Yeah. Oh, you, you writers. <laughs> but you're playing the, the, the guitar right-handed. Yeah, I yeah. just, I just, that was one thing I got right. I never <laughs> knew that I was supposed to play left-handed if I'm actually left-handed. Yeah. So I've always played the other way. And but since you've done it for all this, uh, for so long, I mean, that, that's got to feel no, totally natural. Yeah, right? I, yeah, I think obviously. it was imitating what I saw people doing yeah. that caused me to play right-handed guitar. Yeah. Uh -huh. it's, it's interesting though. I mean, guitar players, it's fair. It's not uncommon, obviously, or maybe actually is more common if for for left-handed people to actually play it left-handed and switched over like that. But like for violin, for instance, I have a, a kind of a new violin student who's left-handed and I haven't, we don't get asked this very often. On the violin, it's not true. 
It's like you never see in the symphony orchestra, actually, because it wouldn't look right, I right. think, you know, sure. or something. People would kill each other with the bows if they yeah. were going the wrong ways. They'd eyes, get hooked up, you know, you know it'd be like a, <laughs> a Abbott and Costello bet. <laughs> but, um, but she asked me about that, and it's really hard to get a left-handed violin. It's actually, have, you have to switch a lot more over. But I think that the same but is I true of guitars. guitar makers are a little more open-minded, and yeah. they, they went ahead and figured out how to make them left-handed, yeah. whether you need one or not. <laughs> yeah. But here you are playing right-handed, and just yeah. and you can't tell the difference probably on the air if you were to, like, <laughs> can you? I mean, no. that's why we dressed up. <laughs> we like the costume. I thought the tutus were a little bit much, but, um, but you look, both look pretty good in them, though, I think. Um, yeah. yeah. Would you like to do another song? Love Dave to play a song for yes. us. Yes. Please.
Thanks very much.
So how many how many Very gigs nice. have you guys been playing together? Well, beyond been the fact that we we play a lot in Denver together. Okay. Beyond our, our individual shows, but over the tour, I mean, we we basically have gone through about seven or eight somewhere somewhere in there. But you need to know this information because if um, you get pulled over in Kansas and one person says you're playing eight shows together, and then you're pulled out of the car and asked that same question, you say six. He wants to know why your friend is playing eight and you're only playing six. Because apparently if you're playing acoustic guitar in the front seat while you drive past a cop fully dressed in SWAT uniform, <laughs> he assumes you must be smoking weed. <laughs> yeah. And 99% of the time... Yeah. yeah. And this is what happens that we're from Colorado, yeah, which exactly. also makes you seem that we're smoking weed. And we were so nice, it just pissed him off. <laughs> So why are you here? Well, we're traveling together. We teach kids uh, music in Castle Rock, Colorado. And we like to spread the love around the nation. We'll be playing six more shows this week. Well, your friend just said eight shows. Well, maybe six, maybe eight. We'd, we could play one right now for you, and then we played seven. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Like, Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, kid. And when you start talking fast like that, they kind of wonder, too. You know? <laughs> but regardless, you're just nervous in the first place. Oh, of just, course, you know, of course, so. yeah. Why is he wearing a full SWAT uniform, you know? <laughs> he's in Kansas, and he's the one who reminded us of that. Do you know what state you're in? Uh -huh. Apparently, you need to know the laws of every state you drive through <laughs> before you get there. Uh -huh. Yeah, I think so. I mean, ignorance is not a... a, a, a you, you don't get a buy on that one, yeah. yeah. Um, I wish they'd give out SWAT uniforms to the rest of us. <laughs> it would only be fair. Yeah. Be fair. Yeah. Level the playing field a little bit, yeah. Um, but just the innocent people, not the criminals. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting smarter by the minute. <laughs> by Let's the, move on. By the second. See, uh, <laughs> so Chris is coming up. You, you're playing tomorrow night in Chicago, All right? Tomorrow night at a live one. A live one. And in Milwaukee at Bad Genie. Bad Genie's the day next after night. that. Thursday night. And then back to Denver, right? Pretty right. shortly after that, the yeah, 6th I and the 8th. I fly back to Denver right after Christmas. Okay. To start up there again. And Castleman's, if anybody's out there, Castleman's is the next show in Denver. There you go. And Dave, what about you? What's, what's on your list here? Uh, I'll be playing uh, with my good friends Jason Van Leeuwen and uh, Brian Sanson. We have a trio. Yeah. We'll be playing Kryptonite in Rockford tomorrow. Cool. And then uh, back to. Uh, just a corner bar in Mount Prospect, Illinois, called Mrs. P and Me, which there's really not a stage, but it's just nice to be around family and friends in the holiday. Yeah. Set up in the corner and just play until they kick us out. I like that. Sounds good. <laughs> we could do that tonight. We could do. You know, <laughs> they have a bullwhip, though, so we, we kind of got to be gone. <laughs> um, Dave, you'd mentioned you've got a lot of really cool influences here. Uh, some friends of ours, Willie Porter, P Peter Mulvey, also both Milwaukee-based. 
guys. Oh, I'd love to play their songs in uh, Colorado sometimes when I don't think anyone's going to play, you know, know who yeah. they are. And I just don't say anything. I'll just play their songs and be like, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, that's one of mine. Yeah, well, I won't say that, but no, I won't. If you keep quiet, then you know, well, you can get away with had, a lot more. We've already had Peter on the show, so yeah, just, well, to, just to let you know. I told you earlier, I'm on Willie Porter's uh, coattails. I play right before he does at these venues, and one of these days I'll be fortunate enough to... Uh, be honored enough to share a stage with them. So yeah. I'm working on it, yeah, Willie. But you do. You, but both of you have this a really powerful songwriting style as well as, I mean, guitar and, and the guitar, style, guitar yeah. playing. Well, if it came yeah. from anywhere for me, it, it, it came from listening to Willie Porter. Yeah. Well, do you, do you guys have bands? I mean, other than, do, is it mostly solo or do you tour with groups or have had bigger groups? Let me speak for Dave first. <laughs> yeah. He started a company and just added his name before it. <laughs> which is a company of great people. Um, I'll let him finish that. But I play with uh, I, the Chris Webb band. I added a band and put my name before it, and that's just basically what we've... I, I tour with rotating musicians most of the time. Okay. So I'll hire whoever's in the state or city that I'm traveling to. But I also play with a group called Imaginary Bicycle, which is a set of group of musicians that all tour with separate bands nationally that whenever we get a chance, we fall into the same city and play. Do you have an imaginary bus? Yes, an imaginary plane as well that oh, charts me anywhere I want. It doesn't get pulled over as often. Yeah. Yeah. An imaginary assistant that brings you coffee in the morning and tunes your guitars for you. That's very cool. Yep. Yeah. And then um, I'm fortunate uh, to play with uh, a violinist and uh, a drummer that I've uh, been writing music and sharing the stage with for like the last 10 years. And then uh, sometimes we add three or four more people and have a six-piece, and it's called Dave Tampkin and Company. And there's no ego involved in that. It's just that when you've been playing solo for so long, it just seemed like it was a smart decision to... Like, so people know oh, yeah. who you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but uh, I, I'm, I'm in their band, I, you know, more than they're in my band. So, <laughs> so what do you guys have? This song I wrote for a piano. Never been played on a piano. But it will be eventually. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a song that I also was being stretched. Somebody asked me to write, some, a piano friend who's a singer-songwriter but just plays the piano asked me to try to write a song for them that they could play on the piano and, uh, and they're working on it. But this is, this is what I've got so far and it's kind of unusual. It's called Coffin of Words. It's a little bit deep and out there because he's like that, and I thought this would fit him. And I played it for him, and he's like, what the hell are you talking about? So this is called Coffin of Words. My soul is a coffin of words. My lips, the gravestone, may they rest in peace. My dreams are the words in action, preaching the gospel of resurrection. Screaming silently 
Chris has a, a couple of CDs, Left to Right and Chris Webb Band, which is, well, it's an EP, right? It yep. was released in 2009. That's correct, yeah. It's okay. another release that I did with a group that kind of became a solidified members only yeah. kind of thing, and that was released a couple of years ago, and that's for sale back there, too, and on the website at chriswebbmusic.com. Cool, cool. Um, Colorado uh, University in, in Denver, Boulder School of Music. You went there, graduated from there? I studied uh, classical voice there. Wow. Not surprising. Nice. Mm. Okay. I don't hear the influence. I don't use it but whatsoever. I, hear the, uh, 
I mean, I, I used it as a foundation. Yeah. And, I, yeah, and I, yeah. I got a lot out of, you know, the education and the, the fundamentals of how to use your voice and how to be a musician with other people. And, but in no way do I sing classical anymore, <laughs> ever. But you learned a phrase. I mean, well, obviously, you know, depending on what style you're doing, it, it's, uh, you use your, whatever instrument it is. Yeah. And you definitely have your own vocal yeah. style, too, which is very interesting coming from a, a vocal training. What's also interesting about uh, Chris is that uh, he was required to take a foreign language when he was studying classical voice and instead of Italian or German. Yeah. He picked sign language. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, I was the first, first voice major ever at the University of Colorado to have my foreign language be sign language. Did it, are you serious? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a big deal. That's carving your own path. Yeah. Did your advisor kind of raise an eyebrow? At yeah, we said, you know, you're singing Italian. You're singing yeah. a lot, you know, a lot of foreign languages in German. And why are you doing sign language? You're, 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 voice ma you're a voice major. It doesn't make sense. But yeah. I did it anyways. And I actually ended up doing my senior thesis on music in the deaf culture, okay. which was the first study that... Uh, that had ever been done at Colorado University. And also published. And also published. Wow. In, in the, the what culture? Music in the deaf culture. Oh, the deaf culture, excuse me. Okay, yeah, yeah. So there is actually yeah. music in the deaf culture. Of course. Culture. Yeah. James Moody. James Moody was just a... Yeah. I did not realize that. Just came out from the audience if you didn't hear that. James Moody, sax player, almost deaf. Obviously... Uh, Beethoven, one of the... Obviously, yeah. yeah. Can uh, you get into that just a little bit to describe how that works? Well, it's different now than... I mean, for somebody who's not born deaf, so they, they already associate, you know, Western music's structure, yeah. it's different. But for uh, people that I, that I was spending time with during that study, they're completely deaf. Most of them were born deaf. And it's all drum and bass and okay. sing sign. They, they move their hands to... In, in with sign language, they, they describe what they're singing and what they're saying, but it, man, if you don't wear earplugs, you will be deaf by the time you leave one of their shows. Oh, because it has to be loud so they can feel the beat. Correct. Right? They, okay. they literally feel it. You feel it in your feet. I mean, yeah. no. those guys that drive up to you next to you oh, yeah, in yeah. their car, yeah. give them a little break. They might be deaf. You never <laughs> know. Yeah. So. Maybe this ages me uh, us a little bit, but I, I've never been in a car like that. <laughs> yeah. I've like never that. been in one either. <laughs> Actually, it saved my dad from a car accident once, though. Cause he was out in the desert, and he was coming on this, going the straightaway, and there was somebody coming sort of perpendicular on the crossroad. And if he hadn't heard that car, he wouldn't have braked. And that car ran the stop sign. And, yeah. Wow. And he is partially deaf, too. There you go. But he heard that. <laughs> That's how much vibration plays a role yeah. in everybody's life. That's right. So I just, I, I'm just so fascinated by this. Um, have the deaf people you've worked with, did they describe anything in their brains about how they heard it or felt it or saw it? You know, everything else is heightened when you lose one sense. And this is sure. what they've described to me. I have all my senses at this point, whether I'm good with them or not. What their description was is that all your other senses become more attuned to what's going on. So light, mm -hmm. you know, the lighting show is also intense, you know, so it's, it's really entertaining. And once you let go of the fact that you're not working on your ears, you can actually find there are other ways to feel the music beyond listening. I mean, with your, the physical, the visual, mm -hmm. 
and just the emotion in the room. You know, people move to a rhythm even when they're not. With, with lyrics, obviously, as songwriters, you think about the, the rhythm of the lyrics, you know, and obviously hip-hop and rap artists definitely do. It's a, so much about that. But with sign language, is there a rhythm to... Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like your attitude, like if you're from New York, or, you know, you're okay. doing that. It's yeah, like yeah. Accents and inflection is, is, is so much there. And what's more confusing, really? though, is that... Can, can we hear your New York accent one more time, please? No, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dave, you got to say something. Now stand back. We're all in trouble right now. <laughs> no, what, I, what I was going to say, though, is simply that you know, they, they, all have, they all have their own voice. Okay. When Just like you're saying how both Dave and I, you could distinguish who's singing at all times. Yeah. Right. It, it's the same way when they're signing their wow. visual way of doing things, you know, it come, it's just like dance, okay. you know, you can tell a different dancer. Right. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of, yeah. Well, well, thanks for going on that tangent yeah. with us. That's that cool. So, right. so really yeah, it's a very physical expression and, and uh, yeah. interesting. I, I, I hadn't intended to learn anything today, damn it. Dave is now going <laughs> now to I'm perform a dance for all of us and see if we can tell the difference. <laughs> yes. And with the you at home can just try to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, well. Yes. How about you? How, how about you? Yeah, yeah. Can you do a song? Can you do this with is, a new one? Is that lap steel working over there? I, I think so. I don't know. I, I tuned it up last week. So. You have all these pedals in front of you. Let's uh, yeah. turn I'm around. scared too. I don't know. I wrote this song. I thought a very slow and sentimental song. And my friends told me, it, you know, this, it's too slow and depressing. So now I just play it really fast. Disappear where the hell have you been? Can't see anything blur all around. No, I don't belong here. I'm up all night, she's next to me, her legs all night. But the next morning, she's over my head, the sun breaks the window. And in the light, nothing happens. Smiling faces hiding in the night. about is how she pushed me to one side Dancing to the light Shouldn't let her inside Round in circles again But the next morning she's over my head The sun breaks the window And like nothing happens Smiling faces hiding in the night
Busted a wire on that one. That's excellent. I want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people want to see musicians either break their instruments on stage or bleed? Yeah. Sweat's okay. I mean, that's standard. But blood or uh, broke, yeah. blood's nice. broken strings. Especially blood. when you're borrowing somebody else's <laughs> guitar. Blood's really nice. Dave just left the stage, so Chris, <laughs> it's all up to you. you ah. What do you want to bust something? Oh, no. You want to do now? No, sure. Let's do it. We got time for a couple more this set for sure. Maybe we'll take it out on this one. Yeah. Okay. It's good. Yeah. I'm going to do a little uh, bluegrass. So when I moved to Colorado, I had never really experienced bluegrass. And, and I, I'm no way, you know, anywhere near a bluegrass musician. But um, some of the guys that I've gotten to play with out there, I've just I've learned so much from them. And I wanted to always try to write songs that were in that rhythm. That mm -cha, mm -cha, mm -cha, mm -cha. So this is my best attempt to tell a story playing bluegrass. Grew up on the west side, my brother and I He liked to build bombs and I liked to fly Promised we would be there and always keep in touch Always said we'd do all this shit but never doing much So finally I left home to make it on my own 
I wanted to see the world, thought nothing could go wrong Asked a man for directions, conversed about the map Somehow made a fool of myself, got the whole damn place to laugh And he said, I don't know how, and I don't know where Your words will leave you, broke my friend Spent some time in the city, playing their game I tried Oklahoma, but it wasn't the same so I moved to the mountains, met a girl I felt I knew Telling our stories of all we've been through I wanted to tell her all that I am Thought this could be the one, I'll try the best that I can The music was brewing, we talked all night long Woke up the next morning and everything was gone I don't know how, I don't know where my words have left me broke again. Start anew and leave the past behind But I couldn't fall asleep at night I just couldn't put it down I knew what I had to do when my brother came to town Although it did cost me, I felt that it was right I got the girl to meet me at a highway bar one night Exactly ten, he executed my plan Blew up that building and ran I don't know how, and I don't know where my words have left me broke again. Said I, I don't know how, I don't know where, but my words have left. Chris Webb. Dave's back on stage. Oh. I thought they were all applauding because I walked out back on stage. So thank you, everybody. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, so we are gonna we're gonna call it call it the end of our first set here. We're here with Dave Tampkin and Chris Webb. It's a part of a, a two-part two two episodes. There's a way to say that. I'm trying to say it in sign language right now. Uh, Not very successfully. That, that's really great for the radio, honey. I know. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we'd like to thank Andy Lavalle and Bear Sound. Yep. And um, uh, WRT 89.9 FM here in Madison, Wisconsin. And, and the Brink Lounge, yeah. 701 East Washington Avenue, Madison. Yeah. And thank you for listening. We'll be right back. Thank you.